0: All right, welcome back to The Prospecting Show. Today is Thursday, July 8th. We've been having a uh, short week here in the U.S. with the July 4th weekend. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because we have Dr. Q on on the call here. And it's going to be interesting because this is not palm reading. We just talked about this before the show. It's not palm reading. This is IndianPalmLeafReading.com. We're going to talk about Dr. Q's kind of journey, uh, where you came from, how you got into this um, kind of business model and this 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 uh it's not even business it's keep more than that right it's, it's it's a holistic kind of approach that you've put together here and we're just looking at some of the podcasts you've done in the past you've talked to a bunch of people about your story so today yes. on the on, on the show um we're going to talk about your history right where do you come from how did you come up with this idea walk us through the whole journey and then how you help people
1: okie okay, okay. namaste and thank you so much for having me on board today connor i really appreciate it um, I know that you have a doctorate too. So my doctorate is not a um, stage name either. I was actually an academic, so I do have a hard earned PhD and three masters. <clears throat> Teaching kids was fantastic. The red tape that goes with being an academic bored the hell out of me. So I realized it's not, not my life at all. I've done many different things um, in my life. The, uh, my, my, my dad's from Iran. Some of you might um, have heard of the country. It went nuts in 79. There was a revolution, so we had to flee the country because my dad's Baha'i, not a Muslim. So we would have been tortured and killed had we not left. My dad was super wealthy too. Overnight from super wealthy to paupers, zero, absolutely nothing. We just left with two suitcases or basically what my parents did and um, just to save our lives. My mom's European and uh, she then became the breadwinner. In 86, uh, there was the biggest nuclear catastrophe. Some of you might remember that too, bigger than Hiroshima times 10 called mm, Chernobyl. The nuclear reactor just burst exactly 35 years ago in April, that was, and that got me cancer. So for three years in our hospital, between the ages of 16 and 19, I did all chemotherapy, radiation surgeries, uh, you name it. And uh, that, of course, changed the course of how I looked at the world per se. Obviously, as a 16-year-old, I was very pissed. I was like, why, God, me, because I'm just 16 years old. But when I survived, and I've seen quite many people die in the room that I shared um, the room with um, over the course of three years I was like God why me how come I survived and the poor souls next to me did not and that's been the journey that I've been on ever since so the beginning of my spiritual journey in the meantime of course I also had a normal life, if you wish. I would have studied medicine because I come from a a medical family, but three years in hospital, just cured me for life forever, setting foot (laughs) in in the hospital (laughs) voluntarily. But my brother's a surgeon and uncles, grandparents, the the whole nine yards. So I I come from a a physician's family. Um, So I became an academic instead. And then um, I realized that academia is not for me either because it really bored the hell out of me. Uh, The red tape that goes with it, not the lecturing that was fantastic, I loved it. Uh, so then I turned my passion into uh, my livelihood. That's uh, I started a travel business, uh, which became one of the fastest growing in the, in the United States. We are in Entrepreneur Magazine in 2008. Uh, we were out of Washington, DC. <clears throat> and um, the whole thing came to an end too, because uh, the financial crisis um, basically brought a huge dent into the travel business in 2009, 2010, so I had to rebuild myself. At the time, I got super sick again. A virus um, almost got me into, um, almost killed me. So I ended up in the hospital in the ICU. It's like, God, I don't understand. I survived the revolution. I survived cancer. I survived, you know, the financial crisis a couple of years back. And now I'm in the ICU and they're shoving uh, tubes down my throat and uh, God knows what's gonna happen. And it was at that time, so eight years ago that was, uh, or nine years ago, something like that, I uh, realized in the ICU that this, what I'm going through must have to do with um, karma. Because I think that this lifetime I'm a pretty nice guy. And I got the daddy genes, you know, I'm a helper. I really help voluntarily. You don't have to ask me, just help. Uh, money is not a driver for me either, really. So I'm here to help people. So then I realized it has to know with karma. And at the time, my girlfriend said, I told you about Indian palmy readings, you can clean your karma. And I'm a spiritual, I'm a sucker for anything spiritual really because of my uh, the experience that I've had. I've been to the jungle in the Amazon with shamans. I've been to John of God, the most famous healer in the world, several times. So, you know, I've done it all. I've done Reiki healing. Of the, you know, you name it. Psychotherapies, group therapies. You name it, all of it. People just wanted to know what's out there that you cannot see. There's got to be more than that, obviously. And the deeper you dig in, the deeper you dig in. There is never, there is no end. You know, it's just you go. The rabbit hole never, never stops. So I was like, wow, there's palm leaf readings. Well, then let's go and explore. If I survive you know, if I ever make it out of here, then I want to see what's going on. So hence, I had a reading done. And that ultimately led me to creating this institute called Indian Palm Leaf Reading. IndianPalmReading.com. but it's an institute because it's way more than just a business. I really don't want to get into business anymore. That's, uh, it's not me either. So I want to help seekers from across the globe to get a reading done, an authentic ethical reading with um highly skilled readers in India. We have an office in India for the seekers, that's the person in the West who wants to get a reading done from the comfort of their home. Because I realized that most Western people will never go to India. I'm a traveler, I had a travel business, I'm you know, I grew up in several countries But I never understood, I never realized, that India is one of those funny countries. To a few people, wow, that's like paradise, but to most Western people, never, they will never go. Food's too spicy, it's too hot, I don't know, the flight's too long, no idea. Hence, we did it online. And um, now we have several readers that Uh, It should be a two-way, It should be a win-win for everyone, for my readers in India and for the seekers uh, from across the globe. And now we've been doing it officially, I guess, because in the beginning, it was just a hobby. You know, I was enthusiastic about my reading. I was like, wow, this is an amazing thing. I told friends and family, they all wanted to get a reading done, but none of them wanted to go to India. So we we set up, you know, like in an amateur way, like Skype and can we do this? And I was sitting in all the readings and tried to interpret them and help them. But then uh, word spread fast and more and more people wanted to do it. And I had no connections with them anymore. I was like, geez, we've got to do something about it. So we're going to put it on, um, on like into a legal framework. So we created an institute, an Inc, if you wish, um, in the US, of course, because that's the only place that I know uh, as an adult. Uh, so we're uh, based out of the US, even though we're an online business and we have an office in India. And everything happens in India. I don't get me wrong, but the legal structure and the accounting structure is all uh, based out of the US. So. Um, Now, we've been doing it for quite many years and I've been doing it for, I don't know, many, 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 many secrets from across the globe, not just the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, all over Africa, uh, Brazil, you name it, all over Europe. They come and get a reading done. So I try to be as fast as I possibly can to get you to the point where we are now. How come I'm doing what I'm doing? And you can rest assured those of you who only listen to this and cannot see me, I'm not an Indian. I'm not. I have nothing to do with India at all. But I had an overwhelming experience myself. And that ultimately led me to creating, I I think, I have not heard from anyone else, being the the only institute of this kind outside India. And having a business mind, because I ran a pretty big business before when you google of course you will find readers in india with their websites but a western person will never sign up on one of those e- uh, websites never ever it's just uh, uh no way so we try to have the customer service of, of of a western company the clear structure of a western company but provide a service that is uniquely southern indian southern india so our office is in a state called Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu is uh, the southernmost state in India, has 85 million people. To my U.S. friends, it's twice the size of California, just to give you an idea, in one state only. And the capital city is Chennai. And our office is in the heart of that state, like in the center. And it takes you 5 hours drive from the capital city, Chennai, to get to that point. So it's not an easy journey either. In that small town, we have an office where the readers travel to... And my interpreters travel to, so it's still not the same uh, universe that you might be used to from, from the US or Canada. It's a very different universe, so they travel there, so they have stable internet connection. They have, I don't know, air conditioning in that little office, <clears throat> so they can actually do their work uh, in, a, in a humane way. And we do this now over Zoom to keep it as professional as, and as easy as possible for, for seekers across the globe. How can you get a reading done yourself keep it simple it's a three-step process three steps the whole thing the the magic or the secret lies in your thumbprint if you were in india or not makes no difference because we do the exact same system as if you were in india just a lot more comfortable for you so if you were in india you will go to a reader's office a reader is a person who can find your leaf and then read it to you you would submit your thumbprint men their right thumb women their left thumbprint it has to do with karma so if you're a guy, you, you go there to the office, you do not give your name, date of birth, none of that. You just submit your thumbprint. Obviously, by submitting your thumbprint, he knows and he sees you too that you're male or female. That's that easy. And then your country of birth. We do the same thing online. And then it goes to my office in India, and they start looking for a bundle, which hopefully contains your individual palm leaf. So the reader receives your thumb impression, looks at it, literally through a magnifying glass and then he determines the name of your thumbprint that is the secret every thumbprint has a category name there are 108 different categories and 108 is a holy number in hinduism once he identifies your thumbprint name the search for your bundle starts so that's step one search is physical so the reader knowing your thumbprint name hops on his bicycle or a moped or uses public transportation a bus and goes from one little archive to the next in order to find the bundle which hopefully contains the individual palm leaf when you think of an archive or a library you think temperature controlled security guards I don't know your all right, so think the opposite because we're talking india here it's a little dirty holes in the wall with the name archive or library that contain a few hundred bundles somewhere, you know, in an you know, uh, abandoned little place. It could be a room, it could be, I don't know, it could be a, um, a safety deposit box, you know, it could be bigger with shelves, it could be smaller, and there is no organization at all, so that's an archive in India when it comes to these palm leaves. So then the, Indian, the, the reader will go in, look for the palm leaf name, uh, your thumbprint name, if he finds one with your name on it, he will pull it out, bring it back to the office. So that's the search part. It's a physical act and it takes weeks, maybe months. There is no computers involved, there is no registry involved. So there is not just typing something in the computer and a boom that archive. No, out of intuition and having done this for decades, he knows where to go. Even then, it takes a while to find a bundle. It could be one day if you're lucky, because it's in his own office in his own archive. But if you're not so lucky as to go upstate or even outside the state to find one, hence. The search the average search time is between four and eight weeks with us at least give or take but we look for six months we cannot find a bundle at least one bundle after six months of you submitting your thumbprint we refund your search fee which is a hundred us dollars to start the whole baby the whole journey once a bundle has been found usually it's two or three that the reader finds out of thousands mind you thousands upon thousands of bundles that have the same thumbprint name so you can imagine how many bundles are out there god knows because as i said there's no computer system nothing has been uh, registered here you then if you were in india you would show up in the office and say okay thank you because you found a bundle for me so step one comes to an end search step two matching step three reading we do this online over zoom And for this, whoever is a seeker, wherever you're located, you need three to four hours online, live reading. We connect you with the office in India. There will be the reader. The reader is the person who studied to be a reader between five and eight years. There is no school you go to, means there is no unified system either, depending on which guru he dedicates his time to. And the way his guru thinks about palm leaf reading, that's how he learns about it to then become a reader. Uh, and an interpreter who interprets Tamil because everything is written in Tamil or rather in ancient Tamil, this language doesn't exist anymore either Um, to then English so that we understand what's going on, plus a moderator a Western person who helps the seeker, wherever the person's from, to understand the accent, the English, and also the message that comes with the reading. So matching means he opens the bundles during a live video call, the reader that is and reads out the most important message that catches his eye on this one particular leaf. And since I have a very, very interested Connor uh, listening to what I'm saying, he's like uh, pinned on uh, everything that I do. I brought a bundle. A bundle is also known as a book. These individual palm leaves don't travel on their own. They travel with their soul sisters or brothers. So all of these little leaves, in one book or bundle have the same thumbprint name, which means you, if you submit your thumbprint and he pulls out this bundle, you are somehow connected to the other leaves, but they're not, you're not related to them in this lifetime. But you're soul brothers, soul sisters, female or male in the same bundle, which means you can have similar life trajectories, very similar, but it's still not you. And these leaves are written in ancient Tamil. Ancient Tamil is a sound-based language, similar to Chinese Mandarin, very much unlike all Western languages because they're all letter-based, A, B, C, D. So Tamil, modern Tamil and ancient Tamil, sound-based. Then these leaves are not written in prose but written in a poetic form, sing-song, you know? And in a symbolic way, otherwise you can never put so much information onto a small dried palm leaf. So symbols, syllabic language, in a poetic form, dead language, to then convert into something that we understand today. Amazing thing I'm telling you. And these palm leaves, I gave our institute a literal name called Indian Palm Leaf Reading Institute, so that a Westerner has somewhat an understanding of what it is. Indian because it's from India, palm leaf because it's dried palm leaves, reading because there's a message on it, an institute because we're an institute. Now in India, nobody calls it an Indian Palm Leaf Reading Institute, uh, at least in, um, it's, it's very much alive in southern India in the state of Tamil Nadu, they call it Nadi reading. Nadi means seeker, the person wants to get a reading done. Nadi means the leaf itself or also your pulse, you know, human pulse uh, comes full circle. So Nadi reading or Nadi astrology because it is connected somehow with Vedic astrology, which is the Indian version of astrology. And now having done this for so many years, I know that Vedic astrology is way more precise than Western astrology, the one that we're used to. At any rate, so these leaves, um, Saga has it that 3,000 years ago, Maharishis, great sages in India, I brought this for Connor too, you can buy this at any temple where my office is. 18 of these great sages were meditating to Lord Shiva and some other gods and goddesses in Hinduism to get the power of foresight to write on, on palm leaves, messages for them whenever they're ready to receive the message. Why palm leaves? 3000 years ago, there was no paper. So they had to figure out a way to somehow preserve knowledge. And they've used palm leaves in Southern India, which is the real India, by the way. So for my traveling friends, if you ever want to go to India, the South is the real India. The rest only came later. So um, Tamil Nadu has been around way before India was created as India. Excuse me.
0: So, so tell us a little bit. There's a couple things in there because you went over a ton of information, which it which is great, but tell us a couple different things. I got like a, a stack of questions for you. So number one, the actual book, the 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 multiple leaves together, right? When somebody gets that, there's more than one thumbprint that could produce that that book. Is that, is that correct? That that stack of, yeah, of palm leaves. Because
1: in this one book or bundle, there are like could be up to 108 individual palm leaves. Up to 108 usually it's less because palm leaves dried palm leaves they're brittle they crack they disappear after a while if we're lucky they can survive two three hundred years that's it how they've survived three thousand years is uh, priests monks readers copy them over onto new palm leaves and that's how they survived the millennia Um, and yes of course as I told you before, you're like soul brothers, soul sisters, even though you're not related to them at all. It could be one lady from France, one gentleman from Australia, one guy from Brazil. They are all they have all the same thumbprint name, and they're all traveling together as a soul group in this bundle or book, yes. And they're and, then archived, in, in for the most part, in southern India. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and for the people who are not Westerners, people that are actually in India that, that are going through this uh, process, would they yeah. still would they get a reading instantly, or would they still have to go around to find the the, the book every single time? They still time? have to
1: go and find the book, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I mean, awesome. it's just said, it's possible that it's on the same day because if you walk into a reader's office and he has it by accident in his own archive, then you're lucky. But that's hardly ever the case.
0: Right. And how many of these, like uh, I don't know if they're what, what you call them, but like the, these temples or these locations where they're all stored, the archives, archives the archives. archives. Yeah, how many archives, of those yeah. are?
1: God knows, a thousand, two thousand, five hundred, three thousand. Wow. No idea. When India, and, man. It's chaos. It's just the opposite of what you, what you used to from the U.S. The, the, the exact opposite. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Fascinating. And so, when people work with you, you guys, right? They come in. They they do the thumbprint, right for men, left for women. They submit the thumbprint yes. to you. You send it to India. They go, for, um, you know, do the analysis, track down. <laughs> The, yep. the, the bundle, and then yep. the interpretation is done live on Zoom at that point, yep. the three so to the four matching,
1: hour. The, the second, the second set of matching, the third set reading is done live Zoom, the, the way we do it here now, with three people helping uh, the seeker to, to manage it. Now, the way matching works, matching takes about 45 to 60 minutes, give or take, is that the reader reads out the most important message that's on that leaf. For example you're married the only answer you need to give in the matching process is yes or no right or wrong correct or incorrect that's it he does not need to know anything else uh, about you as i said he does not know anything about you apart from your thumbprint name and your gender that's all he knows and then through yes and no's yes and no's and yes and no's, at the end of a successful matching process where one more time the reader does not know who you are he will confirm with you your first name mother's first name Father's first name, date of birth, time of birth, husband, wife's name. If you have any, uh, if you have a mentor like a guru, Indians have that usually. That person's name, uh, siblings, uh, uh, kids. It's it's mind blowing. I'm telling you, like you sit there, it's like holy moly, how, how can this be? This is impossible. Uh, that's matching. Boom. So the reader found your leaf matching, and it usually leaves you in awe, as it did me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking to you as a non-Indian. And uh, then the whole purpose of actually getting a reading done. Allow me maybe to in one sense to tell you why anyone should get a reading done. Yeah, Readings here. uh, Do not believe that a reading is a verbatim thing or that your life is set in stone or in a calendar somewhere that's complete nonsense. I'm I'm a huge believer in self-determination and that you create your reality every day new through your thoughts, actions or non-thoughts and non-actions belief system, period. That's what I believe. Um, So I don't believe in victimization, and I don't believe in anything to be set in stone. No, a reading is here to give you a guideline of for you and your life, a possible life trajectory from the moment you get the reading done, after the matching happens, from your link. in a so-called whole life reading, which covers your entire all aspects of life that are interested to a human being relationship kids you know spirituality money career you name it the whole thing then it comes in blocks of years increments of, of years you know two three blocks until you die so it gives you a possible likely trajectory of your life from the moment you get a reading done based on your energies and vedic astrology at the time of the reading until you die now The whole purpose of that is, of the reading, is to have a better trajectory after the reading because the real awesome part of a reading is at the end of the reading, the reader will give you homework, energy-shifting exercises, remedies. In India, they're called pujas, P-O-O-J-A, puja, which literally translated means um, prayer ceremony or ceremonial act. I, as a Western coach, I call it energy shooting exercise, because Westerners can relate to that better. When obstacles are identified in your life, in any aspect, business, relationship, health, whatever, don't get stressed out. Obviously, life is not just milk and honey. You cannot expect, oh, you're an awesome guy. You will have a phenomenal life. That's a lie, because life's not like that. You know, look at me. I've been in hospital. I don't know God knows how long. and really uh, revolution and you know car accident and so forth so life's not life is about you getting back on your horse despite challenges and things not going well so if indeed challenges are identified in your reading at the end the reader will tell you okay do these ceremonies or these remedies to fix the potential possible pitfalls that we identified in your life in the future So, it's your responsibility really to take this on board and and work on it. I give a very simple, uh, I had, you know, we've had readings with 18 year old kids really, so at the beginning of their lives. And we had readings with 80 some year old people. So, people say, oh, should I, can I still have a reading? I'm 78 years old. Of course you can, of course, you know. Um, Because the reading intuitively focuses on what's important to that person at the time they get the reading done. Obviously, to a 78 year old person, Education means nothing, obviously, right? Sure. And, and, uh, but to them, and then also because I was the moderator in, in my mom's reading, and the reader had no idea she was my mom, to my mom, 99% of her life is her kids and her grandchildren. Everything else just means nothing to her, really. Her own health doesn't mean much to her. She just wants to see us and the kids be happy. So a reading, believe it or not, intuitively focus on that. And if you're an 18-year-old kid, you don't care about your grandchildren because you're way too young, your mind is not even there yet. So you focus on, you know, school, possibly, you know, a, a wife or husband, maybe, you know, so the first 10 years, the next 10 years or 15 years of your life are not very important to you. And then you just switch off because it's, you know, an 18-year-old cannot put themselves into the shoes of a 35-year-old, it's just way too far away. So, um, either way, the reader tells you what you can do to create a better life for yourself after the reading, and that is the whole purpose. For me, because I went there because of health issues, I've been in hospital more than most, I just don't want to be in hospital anymore, you know? I've had a thousand needles in my veins. They're shot. It's crazy. So to me, not having to be in hospital is already a huge winner. That's it. So to some other person, it could be relationship issues or money issues or career issues. It doesn't matter. want to create a better one. So that is why anyone... Being a Western or Indian makes no difference. Being a Russian, Brazilian, European um, um, makes no difference. There is a possibility for you to have belief there too, to create a better life for yourself. So the the reading takes about an hour, an hour and a half. You can ask questions. If you carry karma as I did from the previous life, the reader will give you a detailed karmic reading. And he will tell you at the end, a puja to fix the karma so that you're not stuck in that vicious cycle that I've been stuck in for God knows how long. And uh, so the whole thing takes three to four hours. We recorded on Zoom. You get the recording of your reading, the whole chat history, because we use chat a lot to explain things as we go. We take pictures of your palm leaf, because the original needs to stay in India but we take high-resolution pictures and we send it to you. You can frame it if you want to. And of course, we do the pujas for you. We explain your pujas in detail so you can do it wherever you are. Another thing that sometimes people ask me, oh, is this something religious? No, it's not. So you can have any religion that you want. You can be, I don't know, Catholic, it doesn't mean matter, Jewish. It has nothing to do with religion. It's only based on Hinduism because 3,000 years ago, these uh, great sages, Maharishis, when they were given the power of foresight, they only knew of Hinduism. Hence, when they do the pujas, they only knew Hindu gods to, to focus on, but it's not a religious act. You can be whoever you are and still do um, these pujas, because the whole purpose is to help you shift your energies and your mindset to bring about whatever it is that you want to bring about um, in your life. So that's, that's in a nutshell, I'll try to be as fast as I possibly can and cover it all. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Usually I have a, an hour and a half um, to um, explain a little more, but it's okay. Then, um, cost. So uh, once we put it into a legal frang- framework, obviously, I, it's an institute, so I'm giving back to India. All my Indian readers, they are educated people. Uh, they have master's degrees, uh, like they had regular jobs, only they decided to be a reader now because they are on a spiritual path. We've lost quite a few readers, not me personally, but society at large has lost readers because they don't have a job and then they went up north for, you know, IT jobs. And, as you know, India is famous for these things, or computer, whatever. Uh, and I promised them, look, if you stick with me, I try my utmost to, to uh, help you have a good, decent um, living. So we way overpay them what they would get from Indian clients in India. They get, I, We train them to be able to use Zoom and uh, improve their English so it's, it all comes out of my pocket and was not a cheap thing either to train them to put this all together uh, the IT behind it and so forth so whoever gets a reading from us through us knows that a lot goes back to India and helps real authentic ethical wonderful human beings um, who have dedicated their lives to the work that they really want to do Many people many. Some people say, hey, I want to do it in India. Can I I go there? Of course you can go there too if you want to. But just be aware, even though I personally am a big India fan, you also need to know an Indian would sell you almost anything for money. So most regrettably, at least 50% of every single reader out there is fake. That's just the reality of it. It takes time to find the right people, the ethical ones, the ones that have a lot of experience in what they do. And I assure you that we do a reader after a little bit about readers too maybe um, if you're interested five to eight years you know there is no school there's not like a university you go to it's unified no each reader family how these bundles have ended up in the hands of, um, of, uh, of individuals is basically uh, British rule ended and then uh, these families could just Uh, auction them and buy them and keep them uh, for themselves. Bunnels are here not only for palm leaf readings, but also for um, Ayurvedic medicine, you know, healing practices, for uh, legal stuff, because they've used these uh, palm leaves for 3,000 years just to keep track of information. And then you, if you're lucky, you're born into a reader family, passed on from grandfather, father, son, grandson, and so forth. But as an outsider, you can do that too. You will dedicate your life to a reader. It will then teach you after a while. But in the beginning, you would do menial stuff like sweep the floor, run errands, buy the groceries. After some time when the reader has uh, trusts you, he will start sharing information with you. After five to eight years, where you learn not only ancient Tamil, the symbols behind it, identifying the poem, being able to read it, and Vedic astrology, which is a small part of uh, learning this. So the whole world of Vedic astrology, like Western astrology, the whole part is just one part of Palmy reading. So it gives you an idea of the scope of how much they have to learn. Then they become a reader. And if they are very good at what they're doing, after 10 years, 15 years, their peers will start calling the reader, Swami, Swamiji, which means advanced reader. They're like, oh, wow, this guy's very good. So we call him an honorary child of Swami. And if after another 10, 15 years, the Swami is awesome, his peers will start calling him Guru, Guruji. The Guru is more than a teacher. his original thoughts. So he's like the ultimate level of, um, of a reader you can be. We have one Guru in my office, and every other reader is a Swami. So they're all advanced readers, and I've been doing it for decades. So um, in order to, to, to run this in a a framework that works for everyone, Western people, Western expectations versus Indians and Indian expectations. You have no idea how long it took me to uh, make my Indians uh, understand that 10 o'clock means 10 o'clock on this day, not the next day, not five hours later, not, you know, because in India, it's just the way it is. Oh, you don't show up now? Okay, well, then you show up maybe in five hours. who knows, it's not not such a big deal. For Western people, it is. If you say 10 o'clock, you really mean 10 o'clock. Uh, So we now only ask for $100, it's all based in US dollars, $100 for the search for the bundle. You submit your thumbprints and then the search starts. If we cannot find bundles for you, you get your $100 back. Uh, I come from uh, not only academia, but also from travel. So customer service is very important to us. You just have to be a little patient. And only when we find bundles, these $100 become non-refundable because the searchers have to be paid. It's not invulnerable, and it's in the terms and conditions. And then you can decide to have the matching and reading done live, you know, on Zoom. That will cost $400. And if we cannot match you, then you get the $400 back too. So there's always money-back guarantee because it's important to me that you, whoever's out there, understands that I do this from my heart. I'm here to help people. If I wanted to be a millionaire, I assure you I will be doing something else. That's a given. It's guaranteed. Um, if somebody's unhappy for whatever reason, we give you the money back too. Not a problem, really. If I cannot help someone, then I cannot help someone, we're very sorry that we cannot help. So your um, well-being is very important to all of us. And I pay the reader of my own pocket because I refund you the money, but the reader needs, still needs to get paid because I promised them a job. So um, so that you understand where I come from. I come from really trying to help people as best as I can. Um, but now been, having done this for quite many years. Uh, in this legal framework i know that our satisfaction rate is 98 percent is huge like super huge only very few people have not been happy and between you and me i know so why too it's never the reader it's never the reading it's always the client but um, i never say it either when they send me a complaint that is i'm so sorry i totally understand uh but having been in many many readings uh, i know if the reading is good or not and then i know why they're unhappy and i can tell you one or two reasons too they're unhappy because they were not told they're awesome or they're special, or they're chosen because of the palm leaf. I'm like, dude, we're all special, we're all chosen, or none of us is special, none of us is chosen, just the way it is, you know, just because you have a palm leaf does not make you special. Um, um, Or, oh, they told me so many negative things. I'm like, no, they didn't tell you negative things, they just told you challenges that you need to be uh, aware of. And that's the reason why you get pusity and to fix it. Oh, that was the one example that I wanted to share with you. I had this young kid, he was 25 years old, he was a smoker. So the reader, right away, not knowing smoker, the smokers, that didn't know that either. In the reading, he said, look, uh, between the age of, I don't remember, 55 and 60, lung cancer, you die. This guy, this kid just was like, wow, uh, what? So then after, when I talked to him and went through the reading with him, I realized he's a smoker. I said, dude, the reader has no clue you're a smoker. He told you there is a possibility that you die of lung cancer between the age of 55 and 60. So he's already kicking your butt now but the responsibility is with you. You're gonna stop smoking now, so that in 30 years from now, you won't get cancer and you won't die. That's just that simple. So that's what the reading is here for, to help you understand your own actions, thoughts, belief system, so you can change it. The only person that can create happiness in anyone's life is you, no one else, really. All I can do is just help you get there, One, uh, but person needs to do it is you and that's what a reading is here for um so yeah any anything else I can answer yeah you?
0: no i i that that kind of concludes everything into one piece here for those of you who are listening to the show and you got to the end here this would be a longer episode which is great because we, we usually only have 20 22 minutes something like that but if you go to indian palm leaf indian palm leaf um i will drop the link in the description as we distribute this out to you know anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast all that there's two different links there's the core website but then there's also uh, another link that we're going to drop here that has some videos and some other content on that people can look at. So if you're listening, and you're like, Hey, this is a cool idea for me. I'm like, I have no idea what this was before we, before the call today. So it's like, I just learned a ton of stuff in, in, in 40 minutes. Um, check that out. Indian um, If you just Google Dr. Q, right, you'll find tons of stuff uh, online about, uh, about what he's doing. So check that out. Thank you so much for coming on the show and, and kind of sharing your whole vision and the way you've built this, this company. I guess Company probably is not really institute, right? It's really an institute. institute. Um, that, that's the best way to kind of put it. Um, I, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and have an awesome rest of the day.
1: Thank you so much. Namaste. Bye bye.